Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the Pocky Podcast. These are your hosts, Micah, Tao, and Simone. And today's episode, we are going to be talking about retail, the magic of retail, and our horror stories of customer service. <laughs> I mean, it's not all going to be uh, uh, horror stories. Yeah. Mostly, yes, but not all. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I'm like a little bit. <laughs> It's oh, not God. all bad. It's I mostly mean, yeah. bad, but it's not all bad. <laughs> yeah, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could maybe like start us off light, you know, maybe like a quick, simple, like, oh, when yeah, I no, to we're gonna leave like the heavy stuff towards the end because it it, it will start getting worse. Oh God. <laughs> I only have one story to tell, and I feel like it's the worst thing that has ever happened to me working in retail. So we, yeah. Let's let's start with the good stuff first. Okay, you're gonna drop a bomb like that, then I'm like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> because the horror is tell <laughs> you, baby. When we worked in retail together, it was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Does it involve a ladder? Because that's one of my stories. <gasps> oh god, did you fall off the ladder now? Oh no. Simone actually stopped me. <laughs> From hitting a woman with a ladder. Wait, what the heck? <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> also, now my, my camera's frozen. When I tell you to do something, It's okay. We can't be incriminated for this. This is past. It's good. <laughs> what the heck happened, D? Come on, story. Um, story. I can't... I- I can't remember. It was a really busy weekend. It had to be one of the big weekends. I don't think it was... During holidays, it may have been during tax-free weekend, because that's usually a big weekend for us, too. Mm-hmm. So It was definitely summertime. Oh, yeah. I, so it was probably tax-free weekend then, because it's the first weekend of August here. Mm-hmm. So, as usual, with tax-free weekend, there's a lot of people buying clothes, and a lot of people, or a lot of people trying on clothes and not buying them. So one mm-hmm. of my main jobs whenever I was working at this particular store with Simone was that I would sort which clothes went into what section because we would have different styles in every section. And so surrounded by clothing and just other sales associates grabbing clothes, putting them away where I set them, this woman comes up and asks, hey, can someone help me? And she's directing her gaze towards me. Whereas the other people are just kind of standing around. I'm like, I'm actually busy. Can you like get... nope, she wanted me. She wanted me. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah. And so like, okay, yeah, sure. So what what do you need? And so she wanted to help she wanted me to help her find a particular pair of shoes in her size. And so in particular, shoes on the top shelf. Now, mind you, I stand all of five foot three. And no lie, she either is the same height as me or maybe one or two inch taller than me. So I'm like, did you did you not think this through? How am I going to reach? Mm. Okay. Okay. And she's very adamant on this, this this particular pair of shoes 
because I was giving her options and literally there's maybe one or two pairs on the top shelf. She's like, no, no, no. I want these pairs of shoes. Can you just please help me? I'm like, okay. Okay. And something about the whole day in combination with her attitude got me really pissed off. <laughs> and so I was storming over to grab the ladder and I guess it was the way I grabbed the ladder, it kind of swung around and smells like, hold on, wait a minute, girl. <laughs> you look like you're about to whack somebody with this ladder. <laughs> oh, God. So, like, I gave her a quick rundown in my very heated voice about what's going on. And she's like, okay, I'm going to need you to stay in this little closet here sort the clothes and just chill out before we're gonna have like an issue with you beating a customer with this ladder oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. yeah i mean i wouldn't have blamed you if you did well i mean you're yeah, supervising like, you cannot go, over, still, like, you cannot go back no, over no. there with this big well, ass no. well, no. um, and i can't because stop. at the time no one had ever really seen me pissed off or upset mm. or stressed because I was usually really good at handling it. Mm. I I functioned really well in high stressed situations. But there was something about this weekend or this particular day where I was just at my my wit's end. <laughs> I was I was at, at the end of my wick. So, mm. <laughs> so the simple fact that I was in that state of mind ready to like just take on the whole entire store and just shove everyone out. I, I, Simone was just like, oh no, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> you calm down. You know, I go say nothing to that lady. Because <laughs> you gonna hit her, and I know you. And I, I have <laughs> No, no, for all you know, she could have just helped her, like, nice and easy, and just no. accidentally <gasps> hit her with no. the ladder, like, uh, three times, maybe, no. you know. It happens I, like I feel like it would have ended up that we did <laughs> not find her size of shoe and then she would have just been would have gone off on me mm -hmm. or asked me to look up the shoe and see if it was available at another store which is a whole other thing in itself mm -hmm. or just really she was she really wanted those pairs of shoes <laughs> because again it was tax-free weekend and I believe those pairs of shoes were on sale. And you know how people are when things are on sale. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Crazy, like Black Friday. Mm-hmm. God. Ooh, Black Friday. <laughs> 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 mm -hmm. Oh, God. I experienced my first Black Friday with Best Buy. I ain't never seen that many people storm into a dagger. <laughs> oh, storm yeah. Storm so quickly. I was supposed to be leading them. They were supposed to follow me with my freaking balloons. Mm -hmm. They were supposed to follow me. Ain't nobody follow shit. They just, <laughs> they just went full savage everywhere. I had nobody follow me. I seen one lady tackle another lady for a TV, and then another chick like punched a guy in the face for a freaking iPhone. I'm like, okay, for one, iPhones ain't that good. I don't care what war I start with that statement. But like, <laughs> the shit was crazy. <laughs> Oh God! No, mm -mm. but I did love that. Um, 
I don't think I'm supposed to be saying this, but like at least the Best Buy that I worked, they did let us like if we wanted to get some stuff with our discount on Black Friday, they was like, okay, well, you can get it before we open. And I was like, oh, oh. I don't know. I worked like way too many, way too many retail stuff to even count, but I kept bouncing back and forth between jobs. Walmart kind of got me fucked did you work? Five plus, five plus uh, years total. Yeah, because uh, um, I I think in total I worked six years of retail. Killing it, Tal. <laughs> killing it. I think um Walmart's the reason why my back is fucked up too, because <laughs> it started at an early <laughs> age. No, Walmart was interesting. Like <laughs> I kind of got shouted at by my supervisor when I came in. Like two months later, I came in and I was like, "Hey, I need to change my schedule." And I gave her what my schedule that I could work. And she was like, no, I need to know what you can work. And I'm like, this this, this is what I can work. I, it's like, it feels like you're lying about your schedule. Like you just did it to come in. And I'm like, this is what I can work. Yeah, people have lives and things can change. Right. The whole issue was every time that I came <laughs> back, it was just Saturday that I needed off. And like the moment I put Saturday on there, then everything was fucking fine. And I'm like, bitch, I was literally working six hours, six days. I, I put six days. You have me for six days. I can't just have that one day that I need. Like, no, never. Because oh, Saturday is their busiest day. Mm. Saturday is number one. Every day is their busiest day, the little bastards. <laughs> but what killed me was I was working as a cashier when they still had cashiers like that. And out of nowhere, my supervisor's just like, hey, you need to go help this customer lift this refrigerator and put it on her car, <laughs> put it on her shopping cart. And I'm like, okay. I'm like 18 at the time. I'm like, no, I'm 17 because that was something that pissed me off. They had me get a liquor license so I can get everybody else drunk but myself. But anyways. Is that legal? So- <laughs> no. I didn't think so. <laughs> my sister. <laughs> They find out now. You know these companies get away with so much illegal shit. I am telling you. I'd always known that you had to be at least 18 to handle liquor and 21 to actually imbibe. So. (laughs) That was a single baby. Right. Remember when we went to remember when we went to Walmart and we were buying liquor and they actually asked for your ID as well? Mm -hmm. Micah? Yeah. Because they had to make sure that you were at least 18 years old to hold it for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, funny. God. I mean, that's a compliment to you, sir. You looked under 18. Thank you. <laughs> now I just I feel like extremely over 18 from all the stress. But still. <laughs> God. Retail oh, God. Don't do that. Retail is nothing but stress. No, for real. Because I ended up lifting this fat mini fridge. And when I did it, my whole back went like, <gasps> and I was like, ah, oh, no. not that you heard it. Uh-huh. Yep. It hurt for something fierce. And the lady did not appreciate anything. She was just like, oh, well, can you hurry up? And I'm like, ma'am, I just broke my back. And it's like, okay, but can you hurry up? like oh so this is what customer service is yeah <laughs> like, just, the oh god every hour oh, this what this what it's about <laughs> the, the customer is not always right they oh god i fucking hate that statement that is some bullshit 
And I feel like and our gen- know it. generation to eradicate it. You are not always right. You are rude. You are uninformed. You are disrespectful. And you have no idea what it takes to do my job. Look, <laughs> if you're not if you're not even smart enough to see that I'm wearing a name placard that says I work here, your first thing to me should not be, do you work here? They just want to double no, confirm. No, I just this like, for no reason. I'm, no, I'm in here cosplaying. Yeah. I'm cosplaying. Exactly. I'm just cosplaying. I'm just, know, just out here being this, I'm just wearing on. this bright yellow lanyard for no reason. Oh, that says, don't <laughs> talk about the lanyard. <laughs> don't talk about oh, the lanyard. God, no. <laughs> because your was not complete without your lanyard. Uh-huh. That's a here. point. I don't want to wear that shit. <laughs> it's like... It's like no, I'm just wearing this bright yellow lanyard that says the the store name on it for no reason. That says sales associate on it for no reason. Mm. I just thought I, I just thought it looked cute with my outfit, you know, because yellow just works with everything. Exactly, <laughs> like it was a great cosplay. That's why I just wanted to confirm. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm just walking around here cosplaying as a retail person because I like the abuse. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm just like straightening yes. out these clothes for no reason at all, just because you know, because mm-hmm. I'm like, who wants to get paid to actually like clean up and like keep everything nice and tidy? What? Right. <laughs> oh god. But, but quiet as it's kept, the wage day is not really. Also, for real. <laughs> so. It is practically like working for free. It is pretty much working for free. And they were yeah. so much a stickler about leaving the lanyard at the store. It's like, don't Why? take your lanyard home. <laughs> Everyone took their lanyard home. And they ah. wouldn't have any. Yeah. Oh, so that's why they didn't want you taking it home. Yeah, no. that's why they didn't because they get lost in the washing machine or in somebody's drawer or or you're I'm late. You, you end up with a huge handful collection like yeah, our like our mutual friend did. <laughs> yeah, you have like fifteen of them at home, oh, and no. there'd be none in the store. We actually counted it. He ended up with forty. <gasps> I would be his well, ass. No, 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 no. Because, no, no, because, because remember at, oh at one point it was him and his friend sharing a house together and they were both working yeah. at the store. So they both were like bringing the lanyards home. Yeah, both bringing them home. Wow. Just not they had, taking like, them back. Yeah. They some hustlers. I respect it. Oh, no. <laughs> Shoot, I took oh, all no. the comments from my fact. I believe job, it, was, it was the second Thanksgiving that we had together. I just, like, I took the handful. I was like, I'm taking this back to the store. I don't care. What yeah. Pick <laughs> right. whatever really ones like, you like. Okay. Which one's your favorite? Okay, that one's yours. I'm taking these. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave two of them here. My God. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then I got yelled yeah. at because people thought I was the one that had them. I was like, no. Yeah. See, that's what happens when you do the nice thing for a company. You get shouted at. Whatever. For two hours straight. <laughs> Whatever. I get more hours than most people there. Yeah, because yeah, they overworked you to death. Well, no. And no, use their best um, worker. That was actually intentional, and I kind of asked for it. Because that is, that is one of the good stories that I have. So when me and Simone were working at this particular store, a another fashion store was getting ready to open up. And they were asking for new hires. 
and applicants to fill out to open up the store. I applied. They were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. It was the competition. <laughs> and so I applied for this position at this new store because they paid a little bit more. <laughs> and so my supervisor, my manager, heard that I had applied for this <laughs> store, and she literally pulled me aside one night where we were cleaning up, and she literally leaned over and asked me. What do I have to do to keep you? Pay me twenty five bucks. Like, like, more <laughs> hours. <laughs> more hours. So I, I literally had schedules with thirty eight hours almost every week. See, that kind of just uh, that kind of pisses me off because it's like thirty eight hours just for you to still not be able to get any of the actual benefits because you're not full time technically. Yeah. So you. Oh no! They there's one time where because. The way they set up the schedule, it in general would be about seven hours. But if you have a closing shift, you have to stay until everything is cleaned up and put away and looking nice. So that could be anywhere from an hour after close to maybe three or four hours after close, depending on how busy and how much of a mess the store is by the time all the customers leave. So there was maybe one or two weeks where they literally had to send me home before I reached 40 hours for that week. I was like, no, you you have to go home now. Because we don't want to pay you what you're worth. (laughs) And then I believe in the middle of working for this particular store, they set that law that you have to work a maximum of 32 hours before you are considered full time, so they mm-hmm. cut our hours even mm-hmm. more. Yeah, mm-hmm. we went from working anywhere from thirty two to thirty eight mm-hmm. to working anywhere from twenty two to twenty seven, mm-hmm. and they would give themselves a five hour cushion to make up for things like that, like closing shifts on on busier high volume days and stuff like that, so they could still have you possibly close. But if you got too far close to that 32 hours as opposed to the 40 that it originally was by federal law they could send Uh, Mm -hmm. which i was fine as long as it saved me from having to do a closing shift that's fine god yeah closing right i hated closing shifts i hated closing shifts so much i hated (laughs) closing shifts with a passion because nines was at a 10 the closing shifts honestly weren't that helpful the closers mm-hmm. honestly weren't that helpful. And I was more of a morning person when I was in my 20s. So I would prefer to come in at the crack of dawn and just clean up after them anyway. Because me and me and Tao both were very detail-oriented people. Oh, yeah. Which is how we ended up being... I ended up being kind of a merchandising assistant. And she ended up being in cash wrap because she had a good eye and a good attention to detail mm-hmm. and was quick on her feet. Oh, no, I was in charge of sorting the clothes whenever they came out of the fitting room Yeah, and putting it away. Because she retained a lot of the... um, The details. The concept. And was good on her feet like that. Mm -hmm. And I was the nitpicky person. I was like, that's not where that goes. Go put that shit back where it goes. (laughs) That's that nitpicky person. (laughs) Oh, no. No, because the store that we worked at was a flagship store. So it was was the big store. Two stories full of clothes. And so there's a lot of clothes to put up. And uh, Mm -hmm. we rotate out uh, concepts every couple of weeks. 
So it's always changing with the same, like same clothes, obviously. It's just different floor plans and different styles. And so it kept changing and it got confusing, especially right after they changed everything. But mm-hmm. since she and I worked so often, we would know where everything is. And so I was mm-hmm. always in charge of doing that. And so always surrounded by racks of clothes, just sorting this, sorting that, sorting that, whatever. And literally the week after I had transferred to a different store, I got a text from our friend Kenny. He literally said, Tao, it takes three people to replace you. Please come back. (laughs) But they never wanted to give you what you were worth. That's the problem. Literally, the... My last week at that store, after I before I would transfer to the other store, they gave me four hour shifts. Oh, I did. They did that to me at KFC. I went from eight hour shifts mm-hmm. to four hour shifts. I was like, okay, you want to do me like yeah, that? Yeah, because okay, they don't want to fire you. They just want you to quit because you can't. Do well, I didn't. Oh, I, I didn't quit. I transferred mm-hmm. stores. I was still mm-hmm. with the company. Exactly, but you weren't with them. Right. That was another. In the management, that was a nightmare. There was never any real hard conversations or resolution conversations. You would state how you felt about something or assert yourself or assert your boundaries. And then they would pretend Uh like they didn't hear you or they would let Uh you know that they didn't like it. And then on the back end, they would retaliate. Uh I had that happen. They would cut your hours. They would refuse to offer you certain trainings or certain people would get promoted over you if you were in conflict Uh, with somebody else, you know, or if they didn't like your brand of humor or if you didn't socialize with certain people, you wouldn't be up for promotion or they would expect uh you to train people to that were younger than you or had less seniority than you to be promoted over you. Literally everything or if you called them out on certain things like this specific store that that Tao and I worked at together I had major conflict with the store manager because she was a she was a particular brand of white oh wow oh yeah she was what what kind of layer was was. how many layers of cake was it we spent about three years button heads we spent about three years button heads and having to watch other people be promoted over me because she didn't want to put me in any sort of position of power. Mm-hmm. But she knew that I had the work ethic and the skill and the acumen to do said jobs. She just wanted me to teach other people she liked better than me to do it my way. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, that's a part of kind of the retail nightmare sure. as well. You know, if you're not willing to walk on certain eggshells, if you're not willing to be, you know, used in a certain way and not paid properly, if you're not, if mm-hmm. you're not with the game, if you're not willing to be, the yeah, if you're not soldier. agreeable and you just don't, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll just take that extra 10 hour shift after you just have me work open and close. One of my friends does that all the time. And I'm like, dude, you need to think of yourself. Fuck that job. I, they ooh, don't those clopins, those clopins. <laughs> No, my my usual no schedule. The, my usual schedule was close on Saturday, open on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. No. Oh no! no see, baby. I, I miss when um they um because uh, when I was working at Raising Canes, they had everything on the phone so they can update the schedules like at a drop of a hat. But when it was back on paper, 
They couldn't do it like that. They had to call you and ask you so I could keep dodging them calls. But when I remembered I was so pissed that um, when I was working at Razor Canes and I got off from working a double, I was off the next day just for me to get from closing and almost walk to my car just for it to update and say, hey, you're working a double tomorrow. I'm like... I blew up on Facebook back in that time. I was like, they got me fucked up. How the hell you go? And then somehow, because this is something you should never do, is have people from work follow you because they always on some fuck shit trying to get up for some reason when they still ain't going to get shit. So, mm-hmm. As Jaden and Mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. They so one of somebody who was following me got back to my supervisor and she talked to me about it and she was like well i heard you weren't happy and you went up on facebook i'm like mm. and i really liked my supervisor she was really sweet and she really worked with me for some stuff but it was just like i really wasn't feeling that so she she dropped it thankfully and then put it on somebody else i felt so bad <laughs> it was like oh my god but no, but sometimes that's what oh, has God. to be done because you deserve to to be able to work and live and make their living in peace without being burnt out. And retail and the way it's structured for employees is the complete exactly. antithesis of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Complete oh, antithesis. God. Like they will yep. work you to mm-hmm. death if, if you, you keep being agreeable. Yes. Just like one of my friends right now. <laughs> brother work over 60 hours <laughs> plus a week. I'm like, brother, how to Rick, do you do it? <laughs> yeah, no, his feet gonna be no, trashed his... by the time he's forty. He's not even gonna be no, no, like no. his legs, his he, ligaments are he, going. To he be already has a messed up foot, and like I'm pretty sure they're effing him up even more. And I'm like, dude, just get out, get out. He's eventually, he's about no. to quit sometime in the summer this year, and I'm like, thank God, God, you deserve it. Go do some film stuff. <laughs> And then sometimes still having yeah. to work a second job because when we were working at this as particular retailer together, I ended up having to take an office job full time mm-hmm. and go part time there mm-hmm. because because of like I said this conflict that I had with management where they they saw <laughs> my work ethic, my acumen, my intelligence, and my capability, but refused to pay me properly, schedule me properly, mm-hmm. and promote me properly. Because I wasn't willing to play the play the games, I ended up having to go part time with them and take a full time job mm-hmm. elsewhere just to make ends meet mm-hmm. and make financial headway. Right. Because we were that was our kind of job fresh out of college. It's supposed to be a temporary situation. Mm-hmm. This is not supposed to be my career. And I believe the starting pay for that was eight dollars an hour. Right. right. I cannot make any financial and, headway. And this was what? We were in our, what, early to mid-20s during mid-20s, this time? Mid-20s, I would time? say. Mid-20s, I would yeah, say. So it was between, like, 23 and 26. Right. 27. Right. That we were working <laughs> in these positions. Yeah. And those are some of the most financially, like, foundational years of mm-hmm. your life. So I and I cannot make a good foundation off of eight dollars an hour exactly. no, beginning. Like they they had opportunities for yearly raises because we got yearly reviews and depending on what your score is for the review determines how much your raise is. The most it could mm-hmm. probably raise your pay would be by fifty cent increments. Yeah. Which is not a lot. No. 
Like I worked for this particular company for four years. And by the time I quit, I was just making $10 an hour. Mm-hmm. Same. So like yeah. Five Below started us at 10 and then at a year they did like our raise thing, but the raise wasn't nothing. It was only like mm-hmm. 30 cents. Like I remember getting my review and it's like, hey, right. you got 30 cents. I'm like, yay, I can still like barely not well, th- so it's it's especially frustrating because my yearly reviews would always be 99 out of 100, mm-hmm. 98 out of 100. Yes. Like full mm-hmm. scores, maybe yes. one or two where I needed a little bit of improvement. And yet the most you could give me was 50 cent raise. Not even a whole dollar. Yep. So what am I doing all this yep. work for? 50 cents. What yep. am I doing all this all this work for three people that had to replace me whenever I left that store for 50 yeah. cents? Same. Yeah. Same. And the funny thing was, even though I had this particular conflict with this manager of the retailer, when it came review time, again, never a crossword mm-hmm. to say about my work. She just did not like the fact that I was just not going to play the much. bullshit. Mm-hmm. No, serious. That's what <laughs> never had a word to say oh my God. about the work. Mm-hmm. She was like, "You're amazing. Mm-hmm. I just don't like you." Right. Then go yeah. to a different store, Heather. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> like, I mean, she and, did and eventually go to no, a different Supervisor, like, screw her. <laughs> what? What? It was. It became very clear during her tenure at our store that she was the problem. She had already been at six other stores by the time she got to us. You see, that's another thing that kills me. It's like people like that in management that just get to abuse and mess up everything for companies, but they keep getting chance after chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. Yes. But the moment you even just have an off day, it's like, "Mm, we might need to like give you a notice. We might have to, you know, let you go. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or are you just, oh, I'm sorry. I, I got into an accident. Can I come in a little bit later today? <laughs> nope, I'm just going to have to fire you. It's like, what? <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. I dare you to fire me. <laughs> See how much work, more work you got for yourself after oh, you do. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you remember who was one of my favorite people during that time, Tao, right? right. He was in management with her uh-huh. and was always kind of the buffer between me and her because he was like, I love her, but she's full of shit. <laughs> yes. And she just treats yes. you like shit yes. because she no, needs somebody uh, to treat was like he, shit. Was he holding her to time? She was the only manager I didn't <laughs> like. The, she's the literally the only one. She's the head of the, the store. Head of management. Right. And she's the only person the employees don't get along with. And all of her managers had to be buffers in one way or another. Right. To protect her employees from her. Yeah, but that's nuts. another thing that kind of pisses me off, too. If it's that bad to a point to where all the other managers already see it, why are you not, like, doing anything to get rid of the headlining issue? Like, if it was another lower employee, you would have dipped them out at the hair of a second. Why don't you get rid of this thing that's actually being a detriment to your supposed asset? Woo, sorry, I'm starting to get pissed. <laughs> because as long as a store looks good on paper, they're not going to care about but the But it management. doesn't look good on paper when no. you think about it, especially when you're talking about all the retention of the workers that you're losing, as well as the money you're going to be losing from constantly having to bring in more people. Well, no, no. Mess. Retail in itself Ugh. has a high turnover mm-hmm, rate. I wonder why. <laughs> so 
the the fact that this store had a high turnover rate didn't mean anything. The numbers on this store we were clearing numbers. The numbers on this store were excellent, and that's Always. all that matters. You know, money is the only thing that matters. Even during slow seasons, right after Christmas and all that kind of stuff, we were still clearing higher numbers mm-hmm. because every single person they hired in that store had a specific personality. Mm-hmm. Every single one of us were very emotionally intelligent people with attention to detail, good eyes for like fashion. All of us were very fashionable people in different kind of facets and different kind of ways. Mm-hmm. All of us were very much like community minded people. And all of us had extremely serious work ethic because we were very much like the children of like first generation immigrants or like kids that had come mm-hmm. from not a lot of things. So they had a specific yep. kind of niche well, for hiring Not only that, this this store was literally a stone's throw away from four different colleges. One of which was an art yeah. college. One of it was a really good art college. So mm-hmm. the artistic eye, the the worth mm-hmm. ethic, that mm-hmm. age bracket. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. a hub for literally their their demographic of customers. And so literally their uh uh sales team was their customers. Mm-hmm. And they leveraged that and they took advantage that's of it what, in the craziest way. Mm-hmm. In the mm-hmm. craziest way. Mm-hmm. But you know that one manager that like, I got along with every other manager but her. Yep. And there was one manager who just took it upon himself to be that buffer for me. Like, don't worry about her. I will handle her for you. Right. You keep doing mm-hmm. what you're supposed to be doing. Right. She found a way to try and trip trip up the situation because she wanted me out, especially after I went part-time mm-hmm. and was no longer loyal mm-hmm. because I wasn't being paid. Mm-hmm. I wasn't being appreciated. Mm-hmm. I got tired of not being mm-hmm. able to work in peace. You know, I got tired of being bullied. He was like, I'm going to tell you right now, because you're full-time someplace else and you're now part-time here and this is supplemental income for you now, she's going to try and figure out a way to fire you. I guarantee you. Because of the fact that now she sees the hole that you leave when you're not here. And that's the only reason why she was willing to put up with your attitude. Towards <laughs> but her. what was she providing first? <laughs> Nothing but attitude. Nothing but attitude. He was like, that's the only reason why she's put up with the fact for four years that y'all bump heads. Because she needs you. And now you've done got your bearings together. And, and and got some shit about yourself and gone out here and gotten a quote unquote real job. And this is like, you know, a little change for you. She's insulted oh, no. by that. So she's going to figure out a way to fire you. Oh, he no. warned me. 90 days later. I remember the day. Oh, God. You were leaving as I was coming. Falsified paperwork. Oh. I remember Baby. the day. You were leaving as I was coming in. Cause I like mm-hmm. I saw on the schedule that we were supposed to be working together, and I was like, "Oh, look at that!" And then you were leaving. I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> She's like, "No, nope. nope." Dipped or got fired? Nope. <laughs> nope. 
And it was around the time that there was a rumor going around that I was going to put in my two week notice. And to be perfectly honest, because I had been warned, I started saving every paycheck from there. Like I said, because it was mm-hmm. supplemental income, preparing to just mm-hmm. in case she fired. And I, so I was to the point where I had reached my savings goal and I honestly didn't give a fuck anymore. So an incident happened with a customer and I was just kind of like, I don't have to take this shit. I don't mm-hmm. have to take this shit. You are my boss. You are supposed to advocate for my dignity and my safety in the workplace. And you don't. You don't have to allow customers to speak to me this way, especially when, regardless of the fact that I'm a part-time employee, I come in here and work like a full-time employee. And I said that to her. So she, regardless of the incident uh, with the customer, the customer was actually a teenage girl who was younger, who was very disrespectful to me when I reminded her of some of our policies. Right. It was very funny. Because at the end of it, she wanted to kind of have me fired. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get my parents. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. And her parents, when they found out what happened, was like, oh, hell no. You're going to go back in there and apologize mm. to that grown Some actual accountable parents. That's shocking. That really happens, but it does occasionally oh, that happen. That happened to me. And, and that was the thing, honestly, that made the manager upset. She was just like, damn, I was going to do that to fire her. <laughs> Shit. Uh-huh. So she decided to fire me because we had an argument about it. And she was like, you're being insubordinate and disrespectful and threatening towards me. That shit don't mean shit. Like, it it really don't. Like, the moment I hear somebody say that. It's a reason. It's a fake ass reason, as per usual. And she falsified all kinds Mm -hmm. of paperwork to do it, too. Because it's your word against theirs and their word. It's always right. They wouldn't lie about anything. No businesses ever lie. What? Yeah, so that male manager warned me and was like, she can't get out of you what she wants from you anymore, so she doesn't want to put up with you at all. So be prepared. She's going to find something. So that's another nightmare of the whole retail thing. I've never understood how, especially in service positions, there's not a, a harder crackdown on that type of, you know, toxic environment. situation because even now being 15 almost years removed from Mm -hmm. working in retail i still hear about like my nieces and my you know younger people in my life talking about the exact same patterns that tao and i experienced when we were in our mid-20s post-college working retail yeah and i think that's just all around especially here in america is just that in every regard because when i left retail and i started going into other things i still noticed a lot of what we're talking about now a lot of that favoritism a lot of that if you didn't play right then you wouldn't get you know promoted even though it's supposed to be off of your own worth ethic and all that other bullshit it's not like it's just it's a lot of stupid shit and it's always been Mm -hmm. like i think um oh this plastic place i used to work at and i was like working my butt off there that was the 12-hour shifts day you remember standing straight the, uh-huh. the, the place that's done uh-huh. in my house oh no 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 we ain't talking about that one no we no? ain't talking about that was the okay. cat bags <laughs> oh, those yes are cat those bags. are cat bags well yeah. hours what are you a no i am Lord. a plastic lid packer so how it went was 12 hours and it was rotating so it was like you had four days on three days off but you know you would have three or four days okay off. 
So I was like, gotcha, at first gotcha, I was gotcha. like, oh, I'm going to have three or four days off. You work 12-hour shifts. You are sleeping for like three of them fucking days, and then it's back to work. Because I'm like, what the fuck? But so I was doing this stupid packing job. It took me a second to get the hang of, and I got it. And my supervisor, I ain't about to even be nice because fuck him and fuck everything that he stands for. But <laughs> he was a very larger person. And he was also <laughs> very aggressively monitoring me, is what I'll just say. And so I asked him. Okay, micromanager. Yes, like a certain person that we both know. That. <laughs> okay, that, that's yeah, a different story. Keep, keep going. But, um, so I remember asking him because I was trying to go to another level, like being a lead. So they ended up like, being um the person to replace people when they need to be on breaks so just doing the machines and then going from there and moving some stuff and he told me like um that i need to work a little bit harder and i need to just you know put a little bit more energy into it mind you he's saying this as he's had me go on every machine known to man and like, oh, there's someone that can't do this. Can you go over there and do it? And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Like everything. I'm like, okay, so I'm having trouble and I'm not good enough, but yet I'm good enough for you to throw me on every machine and want me to cover people for, I'm pretty much doing the job in a sense already, but I'm not enough to actually get the job and get the pay. You know what I mean? <laughs> So right. that's what kind of like started pissing me off. And then he started comparing me to another person that I was like, uh, I'm not even about to like put it in like that, but like I, I low key thought it was a little bit racist. It was like the only other black, <laughs> there's three black workers there. It was the only other one. And he was like, you remind me of this. I'm going to say his name was J Jason. I chose the whitest name. J <laughs> his name's Jason. <laughs> And he really wanted to be on the thing like that, too. But I had to tell him that he he had to wait a little bit. I'm like, well, OK, for one, I'm not Jason. I'm fucking Micah. And for the fact that you keep repairing, comparing me to him shows me you're not seeing anything that I'm bringing or doing as Micah. You're just seeing me as said Jason. So I'm like, <laughs> and then what pissed me off was another time he came over to check something and my jacket was on the thing on the top of the machine that you can put it on. And I guess it was in the way. And instead of him, like, you know, nicely being like, oh, can I move this? Or just like, you move it nicely. He takes my jacket and throws it into the bin, like aggressively, like with all of the dirty freaking lids that are messed up. And I was like, I literally wanted to beat somebody right there. I was like, I'm about to like, I'm about to play well, don't, don't go your stuff. ass into oblivion. Like, I was about to, oh. One, don't touch my stuff. Right. Uh, I, <laughs> I hated that job so much. The only thing for a lot of these jobs for me that saved me and kept me sane were my coworkers, were the people that was in the shit with me. The ones that weren't too crazy. But most of the time, everyone else was pretty chill because <laughs> we're like, hey, we all being abused too. Like, let's let's just like hang out and do some stuff. Oh, no. that That is the one thing. Probably the number one thing I enjoyed about my retail work is the the actual crew. <laughs> because again, right. my friends for life. Is, again, people your age, people who go to college because so they're educated and smart. <laughs> and like mm -hmm. 
it, people who have the same artistic and fashion and cultural mm-hmm. taste that you do. Mm-hmm. Because you're all of the target demographic right. to be in this environment. And in also the know what you're going through. Because <laughs> they in it too. Like <laughs> Yeah. And just like yeah. this wide spectrum of characters that just happen to work at this particular place at this particular time. Should I tell the Obama story? Okay, how you going? <laughs> I think yes. Like, Do I know the Obama story? Do you remember when two particular managers, one female, one male, had to come to my defense? Oh, I don't know this what story. Happened? Please tell yeah. it. I never told you the Did Obama he come story. Like, where does Obama come into play? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think that's what it's oh. about. No, you didn't tell me. <laughs> girl. Girl. I love that look. You didn't dish, tell dish. me. Now, dish. <laughs> Get comfortable. Dumb. Dish, girl. <laughs> Baby. Baby. This is a movie, honey. They had to take me out for cocktails oh after this. They had to take me out for a drink, honey. Because I almost literally went downstairs, got my shit, and walked mm. out of the store. So because of the fact that we were in a uh, mostly high-end area mm-hmm. in the middle of the city mm-hmm. hub, we got shoppers of all kinds of demographics. We got shoppers from the suburbs. We got shoppers from the mid-city suburbs. We got shoppers from the hood, the college campuses. Mm-hmm. And regardless of where they came from, they were all of a particular age. Because regardless of their socioeconomic status, they were all very much of the particular age where regardless of socioeconomic status, again, they are more liable to shoplift. Yes. So as a retaliation for the fact that this flagship store was poorly built and poorly executed in the way of security to prevent shoplifting, we were required to close and barricade certain entrances And there was a circle drive to a side entrance exit of the store that we had to block off and no longer allow customers to park in because a lot of the shoplifters would have a rally going. They would have a plan. Mm -hmm. They would have a getaway Mm -hmm. car running (laughs) either in the garage or in the circle Mm -hmm. drive at one of the exits. And they would go in, shoplift, grab all of the things they wanted to grab and have a car waiting the heist. Like a whole GTA five. Well, cause so because let me just point out this particular store had shopping bags, like mesh shopping bags, huge ones, to promote you to buy mm-hmm. more stuff. And so they would use those mm-hmm. bags to just stuff them full and then run out. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Like the worst possible plan. Mm-hmm. Like these retail these people of this retailer were clueless as to day-to-day operations and how easy it was for them to get picked off as far as shoplifting was concerned. Like they literally practically gave people the opportunity to do this. And even though we did really great numbers and didn't have as much shrink and loss, we did big loss numbers. I didn't say that right. The numbers of what we made actually like more than made up for it, Mm -hmm. but it was still a big shrink Mm -hmm. percentage. Mm -hmm. So we were instructed that if we were working in certain sections on a certain side of the store, we were required to monitor the door 
where the circle drive was. And we had signs posted at that entrance exit that people were not allowed to park there because of these Mm -hmm. shoplifting issues. So like I said, all kinds of demographics of folks because of where we're located come in. These people are very rich that come into the store. I am working on that side of the store one day. So, so I am required to monitor the circle drive and ask people to move their vehicles. It is a part of my job, part of my job description. And I get reprimanded if management walks by and sees a person in the circle drive and like, why didn't you tell that person to move their car? So I got tired of having that conversation. So I would immediately, whenever I was stationed over there, Mm -hmm. keep my head on a swivel to do so. So these folks come in, they are very rich. They are very old. They are very white. They look like they just got back from a vacation. They all are impossibly tan. And two of these older women who have no business being in this store. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds ageist. But they both literally are entirely too old to be shopping here and have skin that looks like leather handbags. Oh, goddamn. They are like tanned out of their minds. And they are very conservative, very white, and very racist. So they have this man drop them off in the circle drive to come in and shop. So I'm like, okay, he hasn't gotten out of the car yet. I'm not just going to run out there and be like, hey, sir, sir, you can't park here. You know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to give him a second. He turns the ignition off and I start to head out the door. As he's getting out of the car, I say, hey, sir, I'm so sorry. I know this is convenient. I know your ladies you just let out are, are getting ready to go in here and shop. But unfortunately, it's against our policy for you to park your car in the drive. It's a fire hazard. It's a shoplifting hazard. And I just, I need you to go ahead and park in the garage on the other side of the building. He refuses. Oh, God. And I say to him, sir, this is a non-negotiable. If you're going to shop here with your guests today, you need to move your car. I'm so sorry. And he's like, you're not going to tell me what to do. Mm. I'm going to leave this car here and I'm going to go in this store and buy whatever the fuck I want. Mm. And if I'm coming in here to buy what the fuck I want, you don't tell me shit. Mm. Mm. Especially if I'm coming in here to spend money the way I spend money. The entire And I said, I once again was like, sir, I'm just doing my job. My boss is really going to be uncomfortable if you leave your car here and may possibly have the shopping center security tow your vehicle no that's right please move your car i'm trying to save you the expense of having an issue with the police and the shopping center security you know later on in the day or down the road if you refuse to move your car i'm gonna have to alert my manager And he was just like, I cannot believe that you have the nerve to sit here and argue with me. Ever since Obama got elected, you... Ever since Obama got elected, you... Ever since Obama... You can talk to people any way you want. You are a worker. 
Go work. Go do something and get out of my face telling me what to do. I will do what the fuck I want. And if I come in here to spend money, you will shut the fuck up. Oh, Lord, that is giving me some slave master mentality. Holy shit. So it took everything in me to tell this very tan, very leathery, very entitled, very white old man, not, you know, what the hell he needed to hear, <laughs> and turn on a heel. And I was like, okay, sir, if that's how you want to handle this situation, I'll just go ahead and alert my manager and we'll have your vehicle towed. I know, that's right. I was just about to say, yeah, I hope y'all told his dumb I hope they scratched every oh, inch no, of that baby, pathetic it is ass. Better. It is better. Oh, Ooh, okay. So I go up mm. to my managers. I go up to my managers. There are actually two of them convening. And these were the two managers that were very much my buffer mm-hmm. in the management team. Mm-hmm. They were very much about my dignity and my safety and making sure that like my work was appreciated and my contributions were acknowledged. Right. They were, they were just very much my allies. Mm-hmm. So one of them was a heterosexual Mexican married female. And the other one was a white male homosexual who came from a conservative background and it completely mm-hmm. rejected it. So we got a Mexican ally and a gay ally going hard for a black woman. Like, no, 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 no. You're not going to come in here and treat her like that. No. I told them what happened. As soon as I got the of the N-word out of my mouth, they both were like, oh, he's leaving. He's leaving. He's leaving. Where is he? Where is he now? And I, okay. they literally, they threw the two women out of the dressing room. They were like, put your clothes on now. Mm-hmm. Whoever this man is that you came with, you're leaving this store. We do not want you here. Get him and get him out of the store now. Mm-hmm. It was insane. I had never seen anything like that in my life. Uh. They literally knocked on the dressing room door. Because by the time I got done arguing with this man, these women, like I said, these rich women, they they done, you know, right. grabbed a bunch of clothes and headed up to the, they threw them all out. Good. Yeah, God, I'd love to see it. And I was so shaken right. that it was maybe about an hour before all of our shifts were supposed to end. And it was still, it was in the summertime. Mm-hmm. So it was still, you know, nice and light mm-hmm. outside. We all got off around the same time. Literally, they took me out to dinner <laughs> and bought me copious amounts of alcohol because they were like, there's no reason. I don't care if you are at the bottom of the barrel in retail. There's never any reason for anyone to ever come in the store and speak to you that no. way. But like mm-hmm. the scene of them finding where, well, you if you're going to throw me out of this store, go get the women I came with. I'm not leaving until, and they literally were in the dressing room half naked and the Mexican female manager was like, hi, hi, is this asshole who you came with? Yeah. Put your clothes on. Get the fuck out of my store. Oh God. Now it was crazy. They literally like ran up the stairs Mm -hmm. to go find them. Mm -hmm. As soon as I got the Mm new out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. I love I love mm-hmm. that they did not hesitate an oh, inch. No. I am yeah. so happy. I'm so happy they did that. 
I'm not happy about the fucking situation. I'm but about. that's the Obama story. Oh, that okay. was his justification for talking yeah. about okay. Oh, ever since Obama got elected, you people, okay. you need okay. think you can talk to us uh-huh. any way you want. You didn't tell me that. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know that Girl, either. I was so mortified. Oh, no. I was so embarrassed. I mean... I, it took everything in me not to slap the taste out of that man's mouth. Oh, I was shaking. Oh, no. Because uh, that's very similar to the, the, the incident with our friend who was called the F word. I mentioned it. Yes. Yeah. And everybody in the store basically tried to... They all, those people almost had to fight their way mm-hmm. out of that store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because every single one of us was like, you gonna get the fuck out of this oh, store. Oh, yeah. No. Talking to people this no. way. No. You gonna get out of here. No. Never mm-hmm. in life. So the, the, mm-hmm. the difference yeah. between a manager that would fight for you, you know, mm-hmm. and that, that I, I, I count that to part of the reason why I stayed with the company for so long, because I was always with managers mm-hmm. who would fight for me. Same. Right. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So I stayed at that company two years longer than I intended to because of the fact that I had that kind of buffer around me. Because then when the head manager who I had the tension with found out about the incident, she was like, Well, I honestly just don't think this was a reason to throw them out of the store. Uh, excuse you. No, oh, that was a strong oh Lord, did she done make me dry out my asses. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's the Obama story. I can't believe you didn't hear about that. I can't believe I didn't tell you that story. Mm. Girl, listen, the way I cried in that bathroom mm. after that man left that oh. store, baby, I was mortified. I was like, that day I wasn't working. I, oh, you were not there because I know you probably would have slapped the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> More than likely. I don't play. I don't. <laughs> like, 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 I knew you would have oh, no, this. Like, I don't think you no, were no, there. No, no. Like, you can talk to me, like, however you please. Once you start attacking my friends, that's when the mama bear comes out. That's the end of it. <laughs> that's what happened when that particular male employee, someone called him the F word. I was like standing next to him and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, click, pause transaction. Oh, you are going to leave. Oh, no. She Period. literally had her stuff, was getting ready to pay. That came out. I was like, you can leave right now. You can leave your stuff. We don't need your money. Yeah, no. I was I was checking out somebody else at the end of the cash wrap and was like, oh, no, baby. Uh-uh. You got to go. You got to go, boo. And, and like with the customer that was in front of me, I was like, excuse me. You out. All these things happening when I'm not no. here. Because I wasn't there for that no, either. Like, what's that? I was like, was I? Yeah, Where no. I? Every time you're as not there. As the, again, as soon as the f- came out her mouth, I was like, oh, yeah. are we fighting today? <laughs> so should we, we choosing violence? She wanted a two-piece and a biscuit? Like, she about to Smoke get it. Like, violence. Like, uh-huh. You hear me? Because we did not wait for management to defend us and protect our dignity and our safety because of the fact that our head manager was so trash. The fact that there was paperwork filed on the incident. They had to call the shopping center security. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And all that kind of stuff. She was like, I just don't understand why this was all a hobble I said, he called me a racial slur. 
Just because you don't have to deal with what? the racial slur doesn't mean it's not a, a big thing when it happens. Like, no. like, obviously, she doesn't understand the big deal about it because she's never had to face it. No, she does. She just doesn't care. There's a difference. The funny thing was, towards the end of her tenure, she got her karma. Oh, we love it. She ended up leaving that place in shame. Oh, good. She got another transfer to a, another store once again oh. because she was a white woman. She was allowed to fail upward. Yeah, she she did fail upward. Yeah, she was allowed to fail upward and ended up actually securing a management job at one of the largest uh, flagship stores <sighs> in the entire company. Yep. Mm-hmm. But they would pay her. I, I don't know, maybe if she had something on somebody in corporate or whatever, but she would consistently fail upward. Numbers talk. That's how I Numbers well. talk. Yeah, <sighs> paid well to fail. Probably because she had assistant managers who were so much better and kept the numbers up mm-hmm. and kept the loyalty, loyalty of mm-hmm. the employees. Like I said, every single manager that worked under her was a buffer for her bullshit. Yeah. Every single But towards the end of the tenure, they were they were tired of of being the managers that she needed Mm -hmm. to be. And as she was transitioning out of that place, they gave her hell and they let the employees give her hell and the karma of everything that she did to those people. It was insane mm-hmm. how she ended up leaving with her tail mm-hmm. between her legs. Oh, no. And then went up to this amazing opportunity and ended up being personally, though she did well professionally, personally, she ended up not doing well because she was massively isolated despite the fact that she was well paid. Her personal life was in shambles. Her health started to go to crap. Oh, no. I will say, uh, a couple of months after she had moved to this new store, I got a friend request from her on Facebook. Girl, I I, I never declined something so fast. Why? Why are you thinking you want to be friends with them? My (laughs) usual thing is just to leave it in limbo and not even worry about friend requests. I never said no so fast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and block, babe. Okay. And mute and block, babe. Because no, never in life do we actually need to know each other outside of the workplace. I saw her once when she came back here to visit because all of her friends actually mm-hmm. lived here. I saw her out and she tried to, hey, girl. <laughs> Oh, you're not going to oh, ruin no. my evening. Oh, no. Please get the fuck away from me. Yeah, they be having like some brain problem or trauma or something to be like, oh, hey, girl, how you doing? Like, y'all friends after all the hell you done put me through. What the hell's wrong with right. you? What you? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was just playing. It's like, nah. Nah, you're right. In fact. But yeah, she got hers in the end. She got hers in the end. But the Obama story, mm-hmm. that is literally my worst retail story mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. And I, I've got tons of them, but I had never been so shook by the insubordination and just disrespect of a customer in my life. I was like, did that just happen? Did somebody in the year, what was this year? How old was I? I was 26. 
It had to I was 25, been... 26 years old when right. this happened. Mm. So that was nine years right. ago? So 2013? 2013. Yeah, 13. Yeah. In 2013, people are still speaking to Black people this way? I just, it blew my mind. Mm-hmm. It was insane. I don't have stories like that, but I think it's mostly because I was always really busy, like, and I always talk about having resting bitch face whenever I'm concentrating, and with all the clothes I had to sort and stuff, I was always concentrating, so most of the time, customers just never approached me. People knew not to bother you. They never approached me. (laughs) (laughs) Me, too. Mm -hmm. I'm kidding. (laughs) Unless... I've had people snap their fingers at me. Oh, yeah, that shit oh, gets on your When way. I wasn't I've, paying attention to them. Or, call me like, like hey. honey, baby, sweetie. I'm like, excuse, excuse me. me. Mm-hmm. Excuse hey. me. I mean, I'm not a dog. you're welcome to call me ma'am. Please be respectful. I am not your baby, your honey, yeah. your sweetie, anything. Miss look- would be hey. nice. Sound like you're about to make a whole song. Excuse pal. me, ma'am. Would be lovely. Mm-hmm. I had one girl. I got in trouble for my mouth a lot. I had this one lady. Once again, we know who she was. We know what kind of lady she was. Wait, we got we into do. that now. Uh, it's been bastardized, but yes. we got a name for that now, Miss Anne. Miss Anne. Miss Ma'am. Miss Ma'am. Miss Ma'am. Miss Carol. She was in the dressing room, mm-hmm. honey. And asked me to go get her another size. It took me some digging, but I I found it. I got in trouble for this so bad. Her whole just kind of attitude was what it was. You know what I mean? And I hand her the item and she goes, oh, good girl. Good girl. And like, and I looked at her and I said, what the fuck am I, a Doberman? the fuck is wrong with you Ooh. people really and i just it. walked just, off and she was like <gasps> just a simple fact you don't, don't want to treat just, well, th- there are many layers to this okay because like uh, the fact that they're they don't think anything wrong with touching you you know why would you why touch would you me because oh yeah like they always want to touch your hair Oh. All the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. The hair touching is so oh, it's OD. I cannot. Every time I would get a new hairstyle, literally I would make sure that it was like good and settled mm-hmm. in and not super mm-hmm. fresh before I went back to work with it. Cause I could guarantee you so many customers would approach me, try to touch my hair. Certain problematic coworkers would probably try to touch my hair. It was, it was a constant issue for me because I have the straight Asian hair. I was like, oh, I was so pretty, so mm-hmm. shiny because I don't put product in it and I don't really do anything. It's just straight and flat, luscious and beautiful. And, okay. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just like <laughs> beacon. Please touch me. Please don't. <laughs> was I there the day that that lady was following you around touching your hair? Was that you or I was that somebody else? I that was someone else because I would have told you if someone was following me touching my hair. Who was Who was it? This lady literally was following her around, touching her hair, trying to buy her hair. Excuse me, what? 
Uh-huh. No, was one it me? no one has offered uh, me to buy else? my hair. How much would you? Never you mind. Stop that. Mind. Then, like, Literally, like, that's <laughs> how the lady was acting on my. Because she was like, "So how like, much?" Like, yeah, like how you? much? Like, are like, we talking like seven figures? Because I can. There are that. so many people that went through that store. I can't really pinpoint who it would have been. Oh, and also the scandals of retail uh, co-worker life. Baby, how many people were slick? God, it was like like a Lord, All the drama. Again, I reiterate. Again, I reiterate. I reiterate the fact that these are all college students. Oh, God. There were four different colleges in that area within a stone's throw of this store. All college students at that age were they're young, they're pretty, they're sexually active. Oh, girl. So many. Scandalous. Scandalous. Love I was like, Scandalous. Look, we definitely don't have to use that. We were here. I was like, y'all do you, but let me know what's going on. I ain't gonna do it, but let me know. Right, let me live vicariously through you, please. Listen, the tea, honey, the tea. The drama was tight. We got got at the same time, girl. Tell me then. Listen, right. and we don't have to do it in the store if you don't want to get caught gossiping. Let's go sit on the bench outside and eat our lunch and gossiping. Oh, girl, they don't care. They, we're like in the middle of putting away clothes. Like, girl, guess what happened to me last night? It's like, okay, go. It's a slow yeah. day. It's girl, it's a slow day. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> girl. Let me tell you what happened with this at this party with all of our coworkers. Guess who was doing drugs and guess who went in the room together? And guess who, I was like, Whoa. I heard Stacia was eating. I was eating. I, I was like, wait, her? <laughs> Literally. Whoa. Guess uh, which associate is sleeping with the manager? Mm. Guess who got a promotion because yeah. they were stupid. <laughs> <and go. laughs> Yep, no of them stories. <laughs> Baby, Baby, that was the best we can, part of the retail sales, the tea. <laughs> shoot, maybe we can talk about that one on the next one because we got some stories for that one. Baby, <laughs> I'm like, got okay, through so all the other stories. There's so many. You got a girlfriend oh that don't work here, but you're sleeping with a manager that do work here, but your roommate is also sleeping with the. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, what? <laughs> Oh, uh, mess. So, well, we're going to have to cut it off oh. on this one, though. <laughs> I know. We're going to have to save, like, maybe we're going to have to make this a series. We are going to have to make it a series That'd because us, I still yeah, haven't gotten to, to be. specifically stories from the fitting room. Stories from the heard some things about the fitting room. The fitting room on loan because. Like, since I was so good at sorting clothes, I was always in the fitting room. <laughs> and the fitting room was a special nightmare of its own. Good God. Part two. Oh, God. Part two. No, yes. no, that's going to be a part two. Hell. Part two. Is <laughs> part two of Retail Hell coming soon. But stay tuned for our next episode where we're going to be talking about turning red. Oh, we love it. Yeah, we do. But thank you guys so much for watching this episode of Pocky Podcast. And again, 
get the discussion popping in comments on Twitter. You can follow us. We're available on most places except for Apple Podcasts because they're rude. <laughs> Apple so rude. But until our next, right. I know, right? Until Which is our next very episode. But until our next episode, we will see you guys later. This has been Micah, Simone, and Tao. And take Bye. care. Bye.